Here we go. Greetings. I think I was trying to conjure up who to greet this morning, but I completely forgot. So greetings, listener. Today is Friday, February 17th, 2023. And, oh, fuck. Sort of sucks to say, but I am barely halfway through. I'm at the halfway point of my workout routine for the week. Still got Saturday and Sunday. We've only worked out Monday and Wednesday. We're on a five-day split now. Things are getting intense. Is the energy levels low? Nothing I haven't noticed. Uh, coffee's still helping. <clears throat> I think that Sunday, like when I went off the rails, but not in like a junk food kind of way, just excess calories kind of way, I think it helped. It helped, but I am slightly terrified to see the scale. Slightly terrified. Um, I've noticed that I've started to just distract myself from eating. Usually, I don't have a lot of mm, discipline in the morning. When it comes to eating, I'll eat breakfast, and then I think I'm hungry immediately. So what helps is going to the gym. I eat breakfast, go to the gym. I'm not eating at that time. I'm working out. And then I come back home and I eat immediately. But that's also to get that protein in to help the muscles recover and build and grow. Hopefully growing. Or just sustain. Shit. We're cutting. And um, and then from there on out, I have two more meals. A snack and dinner. And uh, recently I've been finding myself just like putting activities in the way of these meals just to get my mind off of it. But towards the end of that, those activities, I think I get pretty grumpy. I notice I get hangry and then it goes from ha- hangry to just like, I need sustenance cause I might die. I get really droopy, low energy, but that's only like a portion of the day towards like the afternoon, uh, in between like 2 PM and 4 p.m. And I recently listened to this podcast that had an impact on my life so far because um, it's about gut health and how the digestive system does work. It's like working. And if you eat right before you go to bed, it's going to be hard to go to bed because your body's still working. So if you eat like three hours prior going to bed, you're going to get some good sleep, which sleep is also just as an important part to this journey that I'm on, uh, more than, I think it's way more important than actually nutrition and maybe, maybe not nutrition, but, uh, definitely the gym. It outbeats the gym for sure. Uh, I think I could go on this journey without going to the gym easily. I could say that science is behind me on that one, I think. So, well, my research anyways, I wanted to talk about how I motivate myself. I found myself talking internally in my head on my way back from school to to just motivate me to continue this 10% body fat journey because thing, I think it's going to be a long one. It's It's been hard. I was hungry when I was driving back home. I couldn't wait to get back to some food. And I was thinking about it. So I'd like to start off this, this topic with um, one of my favorite quotes by such an extraordinary man. His name's Kurt Vonnegut. He says, enjoy your body, 
Use it every way you can. Don't be afraid of it or what other people think of it. It's the greatest instrument you'll ever own. That is like one of my favorite quotes fucking ever. And it helps me lead into this thought that I was having on my way home yesterday. Is I think I was thinking about real estate. Me and my mom are doing some stuff with some real estate right now and ownership and who owns what, all this stuff. Um, and then how it could benefit us, things like that. And where we need to make some touch-ups and how to take care of this. And then I started diving deeper. And I thought, okay, what does somebody... And to go also add on to this topic is uh, yesterday I talked about buying high-quality clothing. And just buying things that will be a tool for us in the long run. Um, and to put attention to it so that it could it could only assist us and not hinder us as, as we live go through this life. Anyways... Um, but we don't own it. We don't own it because it could disappear. It could go. Um, so can property. In a, an extreme circumstance, maybe like a corrupt government takes your property. And then it's just like, it's not yours anymore. And then what do you do? It's like you don't own it. You work so hard. You, you follow the system. You spent the money. And then boom. And vanished. And then maybe a piece of clothing gets um, torn or destroyed beyond repair. No longer own it. As well as a car. You total the car, not yours anymore. But one thing, what's like, and it threw me into this thought process, what's the one thing I truly own? And if I could deconstruct it as much as I possibly could, it's my body. Sure, you could argue slavery and all that, like, but you're still in it. You're still experiencing. I think that's the number one possession we have. No one can take that from you. Is your body uh, only death? Death could take that from you. That's about it. That is the only circumstance where you lose possession of your body. I know you could lose some limbs. You could become disabled, but you still own still own matter you still own material flesh and blood you're still going um yeah and i think uh if you i i was viewing my body as a piece of property yesterday i said okay i can't wait to own some real estate and if it was a fixer-upper this is what i would do all this stuff so how do you apply that point of view to your body and it was so cool. It's just like if you want to let the the grass grow out a little bit, water the grass. Like let your the hair on top of your head like grow out. Experiment with it. Does it look good? Does it not? Do you need a trim? And then you got to give it some good fertilizer. Maybe paint the house. Painting the house. I was I was thinking like getting tattoos. That was, that was me painting my house. Um. Yeah. If you want to be if you're to be a good property owner to a piece of real estate. How would you apply that to your body? Nutrients and this, and it's so fucking cool because you could edit your body. Like there's not just a home in a piece of real estate. You could own a store or a manufacturing garage. Um, 
people have a whole bunch of different types of property. There's strong men out there. And then on the other end of the spectrum, there's acrobats and, and Olympic runners and marathon runners. Like you, you choose what you want to do with your body and you train it to what you want to utilize it for. That's fucking sick. That's like putting, it's like updating your house. It's just like, I want it. It's, it's updating your piece of property. I want it to do this. So I'm going to go and buy it this. And then eventually it will give me this output. And I just, for right now, my body, besides the 10% body fat, the goal is to just be an all around healthy human being. Um, longevity. Longevity isn't really the goal for me. Uh, I don't mind dying young. I don't. Although I still want to get like as much as a human experience as I can. I feel like now is the time to get like the most out of it. I feel like old people really reflect that at this point of their their life. Um, maybe like an eighty year old. Like if you were to ask them what was better, what would you go back to, being sixty or being twenty? I'd put money that the majority would say twenty. So this is the moment. This is how I'm seeing it. This is the moment. Although I'm not saying there's anything being like bad about being 60 golden years. You're wise. You're the wisest person in the room. You could possibly be the wisest person in the room. You got a, life, a lot of life experience. You get that dopamine from helping others because it's like, hey, grandpa, I don't know this. It's just like, oh, well, this is how you do it. That's really satisfying. That's uh, But it's, it's little things. But for me, it's, it's the heart pumping shit that really like gets that draws that fulfillment of I'm living. This is life. And I feel like that's, that gives me, I, I have the ability to do that now at this age. Um, yeah. So these are the things that I think about as I get like demotivated or like, this is hard taking care of my body. I mean, it's supposed to be hard, but it's the greatest tool I have. If I train my mind properly, it's going to give me such a, a good output. If I feed it the right information, um, and there's so many aspects to it. Uh, if you want to hold your breath longer, you could train your lungs. It, you know, it goes internal, and then it goes mentally, and there's a spiritual side. There's this energy side to it all. That's why I take shrooms. That's uh, to expand the mind and explore the mind. It's not just like the physical body. It's there's so much within it drinking water um the feet there's a whole massage technique dedicated to the feet where they believe your feet is connected to everything um there's so many careers based off of taking care of the body and i think it's a beautiful thing so if you're to own a piece of property how would you fix it up what would you want it to do and then take action on that. Apply that to your body. Is what I told myself yesterday. I ate my dinner satisfied. I was just like, I fed my body right. Fuck yeah. And it's gonna give me some it's gonna give me some good output tomorrow in the gym. I'm able to walk. I stretch, you know, I don't have pain when I stand up. Um you know the little things that I take for granted that people who probably neglect their body 
uh, wish they hadn't, or not even neglect their body, like unfortunate disability circumstances. And I feel like I have none right now. It's fucking awesome. Sure, the mentality to be completely transparent, the like past couple weeks, I think in the morning, there's this, this weird section in the morning that I I get like this overwhelming doubt of what? I'm not too sure. But besides that piece of the day recently, my mind, uh, I'm usually thinking happy or productive thoughts, I would like to think, or maybe just neutral thoughts, just thinking. N- There's not a point in time where I'm, I don't think I'm talk- not talking to myself. So yeah, that's, uh, if you want to take that as motivation, that's what I use, or that's what I'm currently using. Is I'm thinking of my body as like a car or a, it's a vehicle. It's a piece of property that's only here to help me. And it's mine. It's mine. It's so mine. I don't need another person to write on a piece of paper or something or view that I am taking ownership of my body. No, this is my body as as basic as it gets. So there's that. And now next topic is um exploration it's just my passion it's my passion uh i keep saying that and is it true because i'm home (laughs) but no i'm always thriving to go explore and meet new people and i've met others like me and i don't think i've shown much appreciation or just like even realized who they were until I started planning for this solo trip and then I was thinking maybe a partner would be fun anybody and then I start I start listening to other friends that I'm just like ah it would be cool to go with somebody it's like how about this person and then I start realizing who is in my personal explorers club and then I've been I've been reaching out I have a friend right now working in Montana his name is Michael at a ski as a ski instructor and prior to that, like a month ago, he, or a month before he started that job, he was working at the Grand Canyon as a tour guide. That's fucking awesome. And he's doing it for the love of exploration. And he told me that post this ski resort job, um, because I think all of us are, at least everybody, almost everybody in my explorers club, my personal explorers club, they don't even know they're a part of it. I did, I've conjured this up, this idea up yesterday who is my person like if i want to go do something fucking cool around the world who do i know that i could call up it's like i'm gonna do this cool shit and i think you think it's gonna be cool shit let's go do this cool shit anyways he was one of them uh and he wants to go to taiwan he met a whole bunch of taiwanese people in the grand canyon really clicked with them and he was telling me about how he he's got a whole bunch of places to stay in taiwan now and so he's planning for that trip Although I did just reach out, I'm just like, hey, bitch, I'm going running with the bulls. And he's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't, financially, it won't make sense for me. I'm just like, I got that covered. You know, I'm trying to tr- travel cheap. That's how I know it's my passion because I am so willing. I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to becoming uncomfortable just to explore and travel and have these experiences. Like, so uncomfortable. I'm taking a fucking hammock with me. You know, as a plan B. As long as there's two trees wherever I'm at, I've got a place to stay. 
uh, and and I t- I tell this to some friends that are just not on the same level as I mean, they're thinking about they're thinking about their own things, uh, what interests them, but that does not interest them. That's how I know it's my passion. Because people are looking at me so fucking weird. And then this morning I woke up and I looked at my lock screen. And I've had the same lock screen on my iPhone for years now. Maybe three, four years now. And it's my favorite painting ever. I believe the the artist's name is Frederick. And, um, Frederick something. And it's titled the wonder above the sea of fog and when i first saw that i think i was like 21 20 and it just fucking hit me and i was a i was slightly more wild you know uh still discovering self-awareness gratitude of arts um appreciation of just like the little human things that when you're 20 or 21 years old even though i'm just 25 i'm still I'm not saying I, <laughs> I've matured so much since, but um, if like at a point in my life when I thought life was just like all fast paced, you couldn't really think about stuff. It's just go, 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 go. And I saw it and I, sl- I felt like as though life stopped and just like, whoa, this is fucking sick. I admire this man and he's fiction and uh, this painting just speaks to me. It's a very gorgeous painting. It's probably the one piece of art that I will spend a ridiculous amount of money on if I ever obtain my own property. It will be like my one painting that I own that it's an art collector would be like, yeah, that's fucking nice. Now, I'm not trying to say I get in the original or nothing. Maybe, maybe if uh, the financials allow it in the future. That would be cool. But um, it's very inspirational and and this morning I woke up, I'm just like, wow. Just having this realization um, about exploration. And then I listened to my friend Caesar's uh, podcast this morning. He's creating a bucket list. And, it, oh, God, shit like that just is so fucking fun. Oh, I, that's the life I just, I've lived. I want to live. I will continue to live. And it gets me excited. It's such a fun thought. And when it's happening, I love it just as much, even more. And I enjoy my moments, and I enjoy the present. And I think to myself, oh, if this isn't nice, I don't know what is. And I could, in other people's eyes, I could be in the shittiest position ever. You know, fucking broke, have nowhere to stay. But I've made some good friends. We're drinking some good wine. And we're sharing values and ideas and perspectives and culture. Yes. I could talk about it forever. Anyways, I just want to throw some appreciation out there for the explorers I know. Um, I'm just going to give out first names just for document's sake, at least in my head. Um, Because of privacy reasons, I guess. But also documentate, like, this is my personal journal. So we got Caesar. Uh, although I barely met him like a couple times through Caesar, his name's Pedro. That guy I know is, he goes everywhere. It's fucking sick. He bought a $600 ticket all around like, uh, it's like a year pass for this one 
airline. Like, at any point of the time in the year, <clears throat> since he paid those $600, he could fly anywhere in continental America. That's that shit that explorers and adventurers do. Michael. Uh, almost anybody in the Navy that I've met. Svetson, Danielle, Coleman, Pennington, Kurt. Uh, yeah. People who have gone out of their comfort zone, who have left their hometown, who have, have grown and understand who they are when their back is against the wall. That's what travel does. It pins your back against the wall and, and the true side comes out of you. Do you become cranky? Do you become defensive? Do you become angry? Do you become very happy? Who knows? Uh, you're going to experience all this when traveling. There's no doubt about it. Um, uh, especially cheap travel. Give me all the money in the world. I think I actually still might cheap travel. It just opens the door to a whole bunch of other things that I, I find it very enjoyable. Especially when I look back upon it. Other adventurers I know. One day, if I'm a fucking billionaire, I am going to create this piece of property. Somewhere like you had to explore. You had to get there. Maybe it's like a 13-mile hike or some shit. Off the grid. But like maybe... uh every four years have this annual explorers club party and it's everybody that alex personally knows and then you're welcome to like a, a plus five and and we could stay there for the night or the week whatever and exchange ideas i'm pretty sure stuff like this already exists but not for me i haven't found an explorers club i haven't sought sought it yet this is a new idea but when i saw Wade Davis was a resident adventurer at National Geographic, or resident explorer at National Geographic. That just, it kicked something off in my head. All these thoughts and, and excitement. So that's that. Uh, I won't stop talking about travel. Still working. I think I found my second host in France. And then uh, I got a... <clears throat> really start working out the kinks for the week in Spain because I will be spending money on a hotel. I don't want to do a work away and get drunk and go to somebody else's property now. I'm just going to have my own place where I can crash, take anybody I want, uh, have some more control right there for that week in Spain because there's going to be a dumb amount of wine consumed, that's for sure. Last thing that's on my head is SEO. You know what I realized about that Valentine's Day episode? Maybe it was the title, but also maybe it was the length. It was only six minutes. Shortest shortest pod I've had to date. So that's another thing. Uh, who knows what it is? Maybe I'll experiment with it, but I, I feel like I had so much to say today. It's a great day. Wherever you are, whoever you are, whenever you are, I hope you're having an amazing day. Let me hit you with the song recommendation. Uh, I want to throw some love out to women, just in general. And I don't think I've given a song recommendation by a girl so far. And uh, women are awesome. Uh, so let's go with Brittany Howard, introduced to me by my friend Chandler, who is also such an amazing woman. Brittany Howard, she was the lead... <clears throat> She was the lead uh, vocalist for this band, amazing band called called Alabama Shakes. But then she did branch off by herself and 
she released some bangers. So um, we'll go Brittany Howard, Stay High. There you are. Have an amazing day. Kill the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Later.